0: I also love this verse in 1 Corinthians 9, uh, 9.27, but I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. We need to be in control of our bodies if we want to do the ministry and the, and share the message of reconciliation. We can't just let our bodies be our master, our idol. You are listening to this Life We Live in the Body, a podcast about the gospel and weight loss. We talk about things that the gospel teaches us about weight loss and things that weight loss teaches us about the gospel. I'm Becky Watson, and I'm here with my sister, Katie Morgan. How are you? Morning, I'm good. And through the magic of Zoom, we're here with Sarah Dubois. How are you, Sarah? Hi. Doing good. And no Eleanor today.
1: No Eleanor today.
0: Just just the mom just not the baby just as old ladies <laughs> yeah I'm
1: glad I uh I'm known just for my baby
0: Did you ever get that yeah <laughs> walk somewhere everyone's like oh the baby and they all greet the baby and they don't ever greet you <laughs> it's fun. I kind of love it you too. Thank you. <laughs> I worked really hard to bring this human into the world and I hope you enjoy it <laughs> um let's start out with some stats my stats are, I'm not going to share the stat because we went up a little bit and it's for hormonal reasons. So I'm just going to say last week's weight, which was 222. Okay. Uh, I am also, up. I will share, I was 134.8, which is high for me. Lots of reasons. It's going to be a better week this week. So Fresh start, new yeah. start. Do I need to share my reasons or do nobody care? All right. It's to you. -hmm. Some are in your control, some aren't, right? Yeah, always. I'm Sarah and
1: I am 13 pounds from my pre pregnancy weight. And I, after talking to Katie last week, I realized I should probably like say that I'm okay with being 13 pounds up. I'm in this like weird phase between like maintaining and losing. I'm not actively trying to lose weight, but if I do, that wouldn't be a bad thing. I'm just trying not to gain weight at this point. So, right.
0: Yeah. And maintaining is, As hard as losing weight or harder, actually. Sure.
1: sure. And just having a baby so recently, it's just not a priority right now. Yeah,
0: for sure. For sure. adjusting to a life of having three babies at home is a big deal too. So a lot of things. Your sleep schedule is beyond your control. And And the
1: hormones and everything else. Yep.
0: Yep, for sure. Yep. Your relationship with food still matters, but the way your body is maintaining or burning the fat just is not very important right now Yes.
1: my goal is to be good to my body
0: basically yeah yeah yep. i think that's that's ultimately should be all of our goals you know like if we're going to try to lose weight in a way that is destructive to our bodies we have disobeyed god and treating our our bodies like a temple or, or as belonging to god not to ourselves agreed before we go any further, let's remind ourselves of the gospel. Uh, Sarah, would you share the gospel with us today?
1: So the gospel literally means the good news. And um, it is the good news of Jesus Jesus Christ's life, death, and resurrection. And what that comes down to is that we sinned. We lost it all. In the beginning, um, Adam and Eve did committed the original sin. But we still choose to reaffirm that day after day. We sin multiple times a day, more than we could probably even count, even if we don't realize it. But the good news is, is that Jesus did it all. He lived a perfect life. He did that on our behalf. And then he died on our behalf. He died to take our sin uh, upon himself, the punishment for our sin upon himself. And then we get it all. We get to be, when we believe in him and give up our entire life to him, then we get everything. We get to be with Christ. We get to have that relationship with God that we were supposed to have in the very beginning. And,
0: um, we get that every spiritual blessing in Christ uh, right. to be adopted as his daughter's sons. It's and victory over sin. Yes. Thank you, sir. That was really well said. So it's uh simple truths that a child can understand, but very deep truths that we will spend all of eternity uncovering. That's part of what this is about, right? Is looking at the gospel and saying, what can we learn today about this? What can I apply today? And our topic today is cardio. So physical exercise that raises your (laughs) yeah, <laughs> Sarah's still doing aerobics.
1: Doing some sit and be fit
0: aerobics. Over. <laughs> yeah. So, what is the definition of cardio? I believe. Well, I don't know what the scientific definition. Do you know what the scientific definition is? Cardio is short for cardiovascular. So, right. I think it's basically just that you are
1: working out your cardiovascular system. So, you are increasing your heart rate while you do exercise. So, a lot of the things that we do do could probably count.
0: Right. Yeah. In a common vernacular, this is walking, running, swimming, biking, things that you kind of do long periods or longer periods, a sustained period of exertion. Increases. Yeah. I'd say and a sustained period of increased heart rate. Right. Right. You know, to draw a distinction, there's also weight training, which is not considered our cardio exercise in which you do short reps of you have your, you know, like lifting something heavy so that you're exerting your muscles Mm -hmm. and you might not get out of breath. Your heart rate might not raise, Mm -hmm. but it's also exercise. So we're talking right now about the cardio exercises. So, uh, what is your experience with cardio exercise and what your relationship to it now? That's why I asked. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I thought that your bike, yeah, your stationary bike bike riding would be cardio. Okay. Uh, I have multiple sclerosis. And so that changes a lot of things in what I can do physically. Um, my, I don't sweat. So am I, so my body overheats. So that's a thing. So like sweating is not required for sorry. cardio. <laughs> that's good. Cause I can't do it. Um, and then uh, because of my inability to feel a good portion of my legs and being weak, when i exercise on my bike it's easy to go to it's hard to go faster than what i'm going mm-hmm. and then it's easy to get over tired and mm-hmm. so like i can't walk right. after i do it so right. it's like this really so like when before i had ms i would go for runs i would do stuff and that and that kind of tired after a run is very different than the tired i feel now and I miss it. I miss. Yeah. You don't get like a runner's high. Yeah. Yeah. So I really, so does much, your heart beat faster when you're maybe, on the bike, probably. but maybe you're not going fast enough to get it high enough to. Yeah. 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 So it's weird. It's a, it's a, it feels so new to me and it's hard to explain, but I often hit a point where, okay, I need to stop because I can't, do the act because I'm you doing. your um my body your quits. your body quits before your heart does yes whereas yes. a person without ms their heart w- is like like i'm my body is able to run or walk longer to the point where i have to stop because i'm out of breath or my mm-hmm. heart's being too fast or whatever yeah and I, I never get to that point yeah it's my my legs will stop interesting yeah so it is it's it's frustrating, you know, because sometimes like I'll be working on cleaning the house because somebody's coming over for dinner and preparing a meal. And then all of a sudden my body's like, Kate, you're done. <laughs> like, yeah. sitting on the couch, like, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this. <laughs> so it's 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 a weird relationship I have with it now. Yeah. But I used to run. Yeah. And um someone asked me recently if you could go back and do anything, what would it be? I'm like, man, I'd love to go for a run sometime. Yeah. And I asked, I had physical therapy over the summer. And I asked my physical therapist, what would it take for me to learn how to run? she's like, uh. yeah. <laughs> we, you would have to, we would have to do a lot of work on balance. What about just building up your strength so that you could bike on your stationary bike yeah. or walk to the point where you get that um, physical exertion feeling? Well, I mean, I hit, I hit physical exertion often. It was probably at a lower amount. I could maybe walk a mile. Maybe. But you know what I'm saying, like to get like so that your heart gives out before your your body. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because that wouldn't have to do with balance. That would just have to do maybe. with like strength. strength, right? I have a long way to go, I think, to get mm-hmm. there. But that is a good goal. But it's not impossible. Maybe. No, I don't think so. It's actually really good. You have a really um, helpful perspective, though, today because part of what I want to talk about is our relationship with cardio, in that sometimes we hate it, but wouldn't, but wouldn't miss it if we weren't yeah. able to. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about yeah. that.
1: I was going to say, Katie, it sounds like some of your relationship with cardio kind of sounds like someone who hasn't worked out in a really long time. It takes a while for those muscles to build up, except sure. you're in a perpetual state of that because your muscles yeah. don't build up as fast. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've seen where my physical therapy from the summer and I've been building up those muscles and I am getting stronger and things are getting better but it's just I don't I don't know I don't know if atrophy is fast or it's just I have such a far way to go or I don't Mm -hmm. know I think for the purposes of this conversation though I want you to think about your experiences on your stationary bike even if you aren't getting you know to the point where you have your runners high or whatever but like the discipline of going down there and exercising and, and strengthening your muscles. Another thing to remember is like, part of what's frustrating to you is that it seems hopeless or pointless because you're unable to build your muscle or build your endurance in the way they want to, but But I'm sure it does. It's just the the part that's most frustrating is, wow, I am stupid slow, Uh you know? And so like my, 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 top line is so low it's embarrassing i think and that's probably huh. what feels so frustrating about it like for me to walk a mile would wipe me out for the day if not two days and that's super embarrassing it's okay look for for it's katie it right is. shouldn't be it's wrong that it's embarrassing whatever Becky. <laughs> <laughs> i but only say that because yeah i do i do but i what i wanted to say is that everyone will someday get to a point. Well, that will also be their story. Even the best marathoner or swimmer or biker in the world will someday not be able to bike as fast as you do. Mm -hmm. And we are, our bodies are all in a state of decay and atrophy. The fact that you are more aware of it is a burden to you, but it is not necessarily unique in that. I mean, we are all in that place. Sure. And um or or will yeah. soon be there. And and part of cardio that I think is interesting is that it always reveals your limits.
1: Mm-hmm. Even
0: the best Olympian in the world reaches the point where they can't go any faster, yeah. they can't go any yeah. longer. So it's all about the fact that we're weak, you know? Yeah. interesting. And so we need to be careful when it comes to our feelings of competition and competitiveness and comparison because it's not a hundred percent fruitful all the time. <laughs> okay. How about you, Sarah? Do you like cardio?
1: I like some cardio. I honestly hate running and I've tried to do it a couple of times because my husband enjoys running. So I was like, well, especially when we were first married, I was like, Oh, maybe we could like run together and I could get okay at it. Something we can enjoy. No, I don't enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do enjoy other things like, um, workout like aerobic classes and dancing and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. that's kind of where I land on cardio
0: I do like dancing Hmm. but I have to like spread my legs real far get a good solid base foundation (laughs) and just go wild on the top half I've seen it I know (laughs) It's hilarious (laughs) fun times I used to hate all cardio when I was in fourth grade we had to run a mile remember that Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm and uh we hated it i, I everyone did I yeah as a fourth grader well you're wearing yeah. like jeans and <laughs> keds, you know yes. <laughs> and they're like they're like all right just go around a mile and then you have to like go to math class afterwards yeah. and, and it was like on donut friday it was some... had donuts in the morning we all getting sick yeah I and that. uh i was just like so convinced it was so hard and it was just like afterwards i was like i'm gonna faint, i'm gonna throw up i'm gonna die and it was like just I hard. feel like the other real quick. the other hard thing was that our elementary school was in our backyard, so like mm. we would be like running, you could see your house I'm like I just wish I was home. <laughs> I just could just I'm like home. quickly run home, yeah. <laughs> it's closer than a mile. <laughs> I don't know why, but I just grew up just assuming I wasn't good at uh, sports or uh, athletic ability, which it you know, self-fulfilling prophecy, right? <laughs> i remember someone telling me in third grade that i threw a ball really well like i I should have played softball but like if and if i had played softball perhaps i would have had some experience you know like some you know like confidence experience from the whole you know whatever so i just like i remember one time very young very young like younger than fourth grade i was running uh some some family friend uh like a church person was like hey race me to that tree it was like i'm like one of our pastors or something, and I'm like running and I'm like my thighs, my thighs. I was like literally second grade, so it came built in on me that I thought that I was not good. At. And I really hated, it. and you know, like we, when we were in high school, we uh, ran a five k uh-huh. together. Great story about Katie, by the way. Okay, it's not. Uh, it's a hilarious. Story. It's not a great story. It was. It was before I got saved, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so me, dad, and Katie running this five k, and like. Katie was, like, the whole time, like, kind of whining. I and- thought I was dying. It, it was so boring. It, it shot. <laughs> sh- I hated so- it. And, like, we'd have to stop and walk with her because she didn't want to go any further. Because I was dying. And then we got to, like, within eyeshot of the finish line, and she, like, shot off and, like, <laughs> sprinted to the end and, like. Left <laughs> you in the dirt. <laughs> with us left us in the dirt. Just, That's just- everything you need to know about You're Katie. You're supposed to yeah. get in at the end, like. <laughs> Don't use any of that energy in the middle of the race. <laughs> so then like, I, I just, I just assumed, you know, we, I was, you remember in like high school, like gym, we'd like run 15 minutes or whatever. And I remember kind of like, Hey, I'm getting a little better at this. I'm able to run. And, so, and around that time we had run the 5k or something. I was, you know, building endurance and it's just like slowly through my life um, become more and more enjoyable to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, like, and there's times where I'm like, oh, I, I don't want to go to the gym. It's going to be so hard. I don't even feel that anymore. I, the thing that's hard about going to the gym is getting your stuff together and like yeah. finding a time to do it and getting in the car and driving. But like, it's worth it to me because when I do get to walk on the treadmill, it's just all enjoyment to me.
1: Hmm.
0: I think part of it is the maturity to let go of the competition hmm. in that. I'm not going to be able to do as good as I did when I was in high school or even a year ago because, you know, I haven't been there in a while or whatever. And I'm, I'm not as good as other people at running, you know, like to, I, it's, it's a humbling experience and you kind of have to go through that every time you get back to the gym, you have to be like, okay, you're going to, you know, humble yourself, just do what you can. But once you get there and in your, you've you let go of what other people think and you're just walking slowly compared to other people on the treadmill and you're getting, I mean, I'm sorry to point this out, but I do get to sweat. I'm oh, sorry about that, Katie. It, <laughs> feel so good. it does. It's a good thing. It's so interesting that that is something that I, I miss. Hmm. I don't know. It's like I, we were at a baseball game and it was like 100 degrees outside and everyone I look around everyone's dripping sweat have nothing yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. just another example of like why you need to be thankful for everything yeah but to like sweat and then have the release of endorphins yeah. and just you know another thing that occurred to me while i was on the tra- i always had great thoughts on the treadmill you always do hashtag treadmill thoughts <laughs> do you have your ipad with Can you? Like, uh i have got it i've got a I write, yeah, sometimes I write my phone or whatever. But one of the things, one of the unique situations of a mom in our stage with young kids is our lives are so noisy all the time. Always noisy. If the kids don't directly need us, we can still hear them like crying, whining, talking, laughing, Mm -hmm. asking questions. And to have a place where it is just me. I know, I'm at that treadmill. I went, by the way, I went twice this week. So, (laughs) Becky's getting real good at it. I am pretty much a gym expert. I'm a real gym rat, if you will. Um, I, so I was just thinking, oh, this is so nice. No one, I mean, it, no one's talking to me. I love it.
1: (laughs) I was going to say, I was going to say there's something really sweet about having that time on a trip, especially like at a gym, if it's not in your home and you have yeah. someone watching or even if you just have someone watching your kids that time to either just be in quiet or listen to music or read a book or watch a TV show, whatever it is,
0: just to have that you time is really nice. Isn't it, And uh, it's just it's something that uh, if you're thankful for it you can, and you can use it with um talking to god and just having so having that space and so i don't know i so it's kind of a love story uh broken god bless the broken road let so let me straight, straight to you. the treadmill <laughs> because now it is one of my favorite things you would think i would look thinner because i love the treadmill so much but it didn't work out you well, have to so stop like- eating you know <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's okay, a you I'm have a really healthy heart
0: <laughs> or it will once I go the third well I mean and then that's part of this is like I haven't been in a number of months because of a lot of factors baby job you know other, COVID, job, other weather job. my yeah and so um I just thought I couldn't make it and so this week God just like reached and gave me a miracle and he's like go after the kids go to bed at night and mm-hmm. I'm like oh, that's so hard music. or whatever yeah. but then it was wonderful yeah and that's also like a, a trigger time to want to eat a snack mm-hmm. like if you're oh. at the gym you have to eat a snack and then mm-hmm. when you get home the I other thing is stress it reduces stress yeah. you know yeah. like do you get that when you exercise stress re- reduction i am not usually stressed <laughs> that's true <laughs> my doctor said that not everyone experiences stress reduction with cardio exercise mm-hmm. he says if it does for you that's really good like yeah. you should do it but it, not everyone experiences that so oh. i'm just wondering um so it's just like a it's just like a good gift part of my cardio i think maybe is i clean yeah and i clean your house and um oh it, we'll just let that cat out and, in my house we'll be yes. talking about that. i clean your house and my house and that is and that's pretty active you know, yeah so yeah that's out. considered light cardio yeah so like i, I mean at your house Cause I know exactly. I spend four hours moving around cleaning, and that's that stress relief. I when I'm stressed or angry or frustrated, I clean. Yeah. yeah. Rage clean. I do rage. Clean. Dan does that too. He rage rage cleans? cleans. Yeah. Dan
1: cleans. Only rage cleans. Uh. No, he cleans otherwise too. I should no.
0: annoy. I should call him and give him an uh, annoy him throughout the day. And then he'll come home and rage clean your house. Oh,
1: that would be nice. <laughs> Except yeah. he'd probably just annoy you back even more.
0: <laughs> That's true. So he would. This is no, I was, <laughs>
1: I was seeing my doctor maybe a year ago. And she asked me, do you do any physical activity? And at the time I wasn't doing much. I was like, uh, I chased my two children around all day. And she's like, yeah, that probably counts.
0: <laughs> so how
1: <Excellent. so> you yeah. <laughs> can look? different, many different ways.
0: Yeah. I think, so. I think depending on your life stage, you kind of need to be content with what you're able to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of always thinking about what you could be doing more. And this is what I was going to say is like, as far as like the efficiency of weight loss, cardio is not super important to losing weight. Weightlifting is more important because you build muscle that more, burn calories more, more, f- more important. I think of portent. Okay. I don't know. I, I'm i not an expert, but I'm reading experts. Maybe seductive. It's like it builds muscle, which burns more calories all the time. Yeah, sure. When you're doing cardio, it's good for your heart. It's good for your lungs. It's good for your body. It's good for your mind, but it itself does not actually burn in the long run mm-hmm. that many more calories. Sure. Like, so I talk about that classic kind of early eighties fitness where you're like eating rice cakes and you're doing all this cardio and it just doesn't, isn't as effective as like, or efficient. I get not effective, like, a I don't know, quick to see the results as if you had, you know, that's why it's so, you know, people doing no carbs and weightlifting, they see results a lot quicker sure. building muscle sculpts, your body burns more calories, you know, it's like you'll see more results faster. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But for me, right now, the benefits of cardio kind of outweigh seeing the results because I want to reduce the stress so I won't eat more. I want to yeah. you know get right with God and have my um my communion with him. That's more important to me than building muscle as far as you know, weight loss goes, it's probably a balanced diet of all the things, mm-hmm. right? You know, so like, you could just eat way less calories and eat rice cakes this pot is better overall if you do a healthy balanced diet right, you know? right. so and then healthy balanced diet healthy balanced exercise and so all those things together probably are better in the long run just like with your spiritual walk you could get really really good at memorized scripture but if you're not spending any time in prayer or you're not spending any time in church with other believers you know you could have a very warped Sense of things, so it's kind of a healthy balance. To it's everything. a healthy balance, and it's slow. Uh, was it small obedience or slow obedience over a long period of time? You know, if, if you walk a number of miles every day, you will become really fit, but you know, like, um, it, but it's gonna take a long time. But everything takes yes. a long time. Yes. Um, my mother in law is like, um, just great shape for her age. Mm -hmm. And it's because she walks all the time, like long walks every day. And, you know, for years and in the same way that every step on the treadmill for 20 minutes, I mean, you've got to, it's like a long obedience. Another thing that, you know, it teaches us about the gospel. We need to, you know, not focus only on the world changing aspects of Christianity. And like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be the one that saves all these people, from their bondage but instead thinking about like what can i do for the the people right in front of me right now the one little step and can i be there for them in 10 years Uh can i be there for them in 20 years that's where god works in those humble unnoticed obedience yes what are some ways that we sin when it comes or we could sin when it comes to cardio either in legalism or lawlessness
1: I think idolatry always comes into play with anything. We can idolize anything in our lives, make it more important than God. So putting your cardio time above other things or above your spiritual walk or above your family, that always comes into play when it comes to these topics.
0: Yeah. First Timothy four, eight says for while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way as it holds promise for the present life and also the life to come. So as implies that like that bodily training will will give you benefit and value in your life here on earth, but let's worry about your eternal life, right? Like that's, that's the real important thing to do. And sometimes that physical training can help um, in the training is for godliness, but let's make sure it's in pursuit of that because we're not... We, it would be really sad to have a perfectly healthy body, grow old, die, and then spend eternity in hell. Yeah, for sure. Mm. for sure. We kind of talked about it, but I think that the comparison aspect, I think that that is where Katie sins in this area, like comparing myself to what I was pre-MS, comparing myself to other people with MS, <laughs> you know, it just is a hard thing. You know, it, it goes either way. Like, oh, I'm so much better than that person. Pride and shame. Yeah. So that's a sign of legalism. That's a sign of you. I'm very good at (laughs) (laughs) that. We all are. Yeah. We're all idol factories always and lawyers justifying ourselves as to why we need the idol. And so what do you think the idol is when you, when you're comparing with other people? Myself. I, I am. Strong enough. I'm, yeah, I'm good enough. I'm, I'm hot stuff, you know. Yeah, and then when you're faced with the weakness, it's so devastating, right? Because you're not a good God for yeah. yourself. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. I think um, it's important to remind you that God's power is made perfect in weakness. Yes. yes. You know, in that when you are faced with that weakness, you can rejoice and be like, "Yay, another place that Jesus is going to be strong." which often uh, I've had good time to remember that, but I should put that on my exercise, like, <laughs> like remembering God in my weakness. And yeah. That. in some ways probably cardio is um, emotionally uncomfortable for you because you have to face the weakness that MS gives you. And most of the time you are able to overlook it. Yeah. I'm very yeah. content just blowing past it. And that, and I don't think about it all that much. And it's when I hit the wall, Mm -hmm. at a moment that I'm not ready to hit the wall Mm -hmm. that it gets most frustrating Mm -hmm. yeah I can I imagine that'd be very difficult it wouldn't if I were in your situation I would be thinking about the weakness a hundred percent of the time and be stuck by it all the time like I would overthink I would never be able to overlook it that's why God gave me MS and God gave me (laughs) being overweight He gave us the right gifts <laughs> yeah the, our gifts they like, are the weaknesses are gifts i mean they're they are they are effective sin, of the sin, the curse, right mm-hmm. um it's sin that caused your m s not your sin specifically, but like sin in general sin in general, and my sin specifically caused my um being overweight, but because of the gospel, because of the gospel, we say. God's grace is sufficient. Yep. His power is made perfect in my weakness. Yep. This is what He's given me to make me more like Him. Yeah. And often, <laughs> I'm a really bad God, and I should not be God because He is God, and that I am weak and I'm not as strong as I think. I am. A disease that brings you closer to God is better yes. than a gold medal. In a marathon running that brings you further apart from God right. because godliness holds promise for the present life but also life to come in heaven you won't have MS anymore yeah. let's focus on your next life not just the one you have right now I like sitting in the uh, elderly Sunday school class <laughs> they're talking about let's get let's get to heaven i'm like yeah amen let's get there I'm ready too you yeah. know like- yeah i mean in a way like you know it probably oscillates for you too but like sometimes you're like you're really ready for heaven and sometimes you are like oh, i'm just loving the age of my kids and yeah, you know what but it's such a comfort, you know, to be able to go back and say, Yeah, come quickly, Lord Jesus. One, someone on Twitter tweets every day. I see it every day. I, and it says, Christian, one, one day closer to heaven. Really? Yep, every oh. day. And it's true. You have things to look forward to. So, so, and the future is eternity is so much bigger, longer than the small little life that we're giving him. Yeah. Yep, this life is fleeting. Yes, this life we live in the body. This life. <laughs> Is there any way that cardio can lead into lawlessness? Like maybe if you're just like, if you if you take the gospel and be like, I don't need to work out. God doesn't care about that. Yeah. Um. And then we just do not exercise, even though we should. Yeah. Uh, who cares about or, my heart and lungs? Yeah. Or like for me, I'd be like, oh, it's hard. Yeah. For me. Yeah. I just did not try at all. Right. Run it, you know, like, you know, you could just be like, well, exercise isn't enjoyable to me. It isn't my thing. So I will just, my hobby is watching movies, <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> I think if you put cardio into the big picture of exercise, you could probably do that. But maybe saying, I don't, not everyone needs to do cardio every week. They have other activities that they, that they get that through.
0: Sure. That's fine. That's doing fine. It. But yeah, you, I could
1: see it being a heart issue.
0: But if you have a like a sedentary job and right. you don't have kids to chase around, I I think that your doctor would say you need to take a walk or you need to, you know, play a sport or something, you know, to to be a good steward of the mm-hmm. body God has given you. Right. And so it would be wrong to just not do it because of a bad reason i also love this verse in first corinthians 9 9 27 but i discipline my body and keep it under control lest after preaching to others i myself should be disqualified we need to be in control of our bodies if we want to do the ministry and the and share the message of reconciliation we can't just let our bodies be our master our idol and that therefore let you know and then expect um us to be able to preach the message of the gospel um because like would you listen to the advice of someone on the, my 600 pound life on how to do your life I and mean, how to live your life you know like yeah. you don't look and you know like and this doesn't mean like everyone has to be perfectly trim or whatever like there's different body types etc cetera, etc cetera. i'm talking about the heart issue yeah. like there's probably someone with 600 pounds they could come to Christ and, and have victory over their idolatry. And then, you know, maybe we could talk about like, you need to have mastery over your body from the source, right? In your heart. What do you love most? So what's the way that God uses cardio to bless us, or we can glorify God through cardio exercise?
1: I think the obvious answers are that it, it provides especially for some people it provides stress relief and it also strengthens us uh we kind of think it's like for our good but it's our body is a temple and so we kind of need to treat it that way and so god has given us cardio to be able to do that
0: mm-hmm. yeah to be a good steward of our bodies yeah i mean like you've kind of talked on how it's blessing you and how it's a time that you can focus on God and focus on a time of worship in your life and it's just a real gift too so that's how it's blessing for Mm -hmm. you yeah it definitely is a blessing and for me it's doesn't look like a blessing at first but it is to be reminded of my weakness and to be reminded of Mm -hmm. how good he is to me I kind of feel like that is part of my process as well is that well I'm sitting there and there's like an inner argument almost every time where i'm like okay you're so slow you can't you know you're not doing as well as someone your age or whatever blah 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 and then i have to be like but i'm here but i'm doing what i can and that god will you know and i'm just grateful that i'm able to walk you know and like i think that is not not that I feel it to the same extent, but the feeling of having to come all the way back down and be humbled and embarrassed and then be able to find the gratitude is is part of the benefit to me, too.
1: I think cardio and practicing cardio is one of the the small sufferings in life in a way. And um, Romans five tells us that suffering ultimately builds character.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. It's a suffering that we choose which is always one that brings more joy mm-hmm. because you've cho- chosen it and you, you know, like it's something good to do. And that when you're done, you um, feel good. You did it maybe mm-hmm. not physically, but in your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I know is that Satan constantly accuses me all the time that I'm, you know, lazy and fat. And then I go to, try to work out, and afterwards I'm like, it shuts them up because I am, I did what I was supposed to do. It's like the breastplate of righteousness. Yes. I have, I don't hold any guilt yep. because I have done the right thing. You know, yep. I think also it's really precious to me to think about God resurrecting me mm-hmm. when I am yes. walking on the treadmill, because I think about it just is a, it just a, a colorful picture in my mind of when I am being lazy and not, not being a good steward of my body and, I'm caught in that bondage that, that feels like death. And then to be in a place where he has raised me to life that I'm actually walking on the treadmill, the way that he wanted me to. It's just like, that was so much. That was God that did that. And um, you called my name and I ran out of the grave. Like I just, I didn't, I wasn't able to do it on my own, but you, you came in and you changed me and you made my, Life change and my heart start to beat again, and my and my lungs start to breathe again. I just find that like very moving, and when I I think about every time I do a quote unquote race, um, (laughs) because I'm like, wow, who would have thought that I would be here doing this?
1: It's hard to look at the the creation of our bodies and how intricate and amazing they are without realizing how good our God
0: is. Yeah, yeah. And I think that to be in that spot of overeating and not caring about your body, you have to ignore a lot of your body. Mm -hmm. Remember, you taught me this, the importance of putting lotion on after Mm -hmm. the shower Mm
1: -hmm.
0: as like Mm self-care, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't because I didn't even want to think about my body. I didn't want to like look at it, touch it, and to have the spot where you're like using it Mm -hmm. and taking care of it. And you get getting that, like look in the mirror, that's uncomfortable because you have to be honest about what, where your choices have led you. It's very humbling. Wow. I really lost it all. But then being like, it's okay. You know, like to accept it and say, I'm weak. You need to be strong. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I think that exercise, cardio exercise really fits into that same paradigm. Yeah. Mm -hmm these are new questions I wanted to end with um, as a summary. What does the gospel teach us about cardio? It might be stuff we've already said, but like to summarize it up, what does the gospel teach us about cardio exercise? That the the aspect of going through suffering is going to lead us to building character and, Mm -hmm. and perseverance. And then that is That's something cardio teaches us about the gospel actually. Oh, okay. Well, what the gospel teaches us about cardio is that we are, um, weak. We, we lost it all. Yes. Uh, we don't have to work out to get God's favor. Jesus did it all. Right. But then he gives us everything so that we now can work out to his glory. Hmm. And, um, And then shifting to that easier to answer question, what does cardio teach us about the gospel? We don't work out because we have to, we work out because we get to, because God has made it something that we can do to the, you know, to different extents. And we let go of the competition. We let go of the results and just Mm -hmm. say, I'm going to do this to your glory. It can become a joy. It can can become a total blessing. And sometimes it's hard to see how obeying God and following his laws can bring you joy. Because if you apply the same thinking to something like thou shall not gossip, you're like, why is that such a blessing to not gossip? You know, Mm -hmm. and I kind of like gossiping and I guess I won't because I have to. But what if you viewed it as I'm not going to gossip because I don't because I get to not gossip. I get to have a loving relationship with the people around us. And let me just be kind and bless others because I can, and then God really will get the glory and I will get the blessing for it. I think that exercise is something we just as a culture accept as, oh yeah, it's not always fun, but it's really good for you. And you'll, you'll be glad you did it and you should do it. And if we, we can apply that to all of God's laws, right? Like even though the culture doesn't, we can. We can challenge ourselves to think about this the way you think about exercise. You know, reading your Bible, it can be kind of hard sometimes. can I mean, be yeah, boring, might be hard to get into, but like you'll be really glad you did it. And it's a re- you should do it. It's a really good thing for you. Train yourself to be godly, you know? I think the other thing we talk about, I'm not sure if this fits underneath which one of your last questions, but the relationship that we have, their body. Well, if we think about our, our relationship that we have with our spouses or the relationship we have with our friends, those take work and those take chosen suffering and, you know, in human relationships, you know, it takes forgiveness and and acceptance and, and actively choosing to love. So if we need to have that same relationship with God, right. And so choosing to spend time with him, choosing to let him work in us. So then also our relationship with our bodies, we should mm-hmm. choose to love. We should choose to take care of. We should choose to make it better because there is a relationship aspect there. The more that we sacrifice, this is a Tim Keller thing. The more you sacrifice for something or someone, the more you will love them. Mm-hmm. You will feel love for them. Yes. Think about a baby. They are totally helpless. Do not bring much to the table. <laughs> You sacrifice a lot for them. Yeah. Um, a good parent sacrifices a lot for their child and has like total love. Even when they end up being disappointing, they still love them, right? But if if you um, the other uh, example is of the spouse, if you don't sacrifice for them, if you expect them to meet your needs and you don't sacrifice to meet their needs you will become increasingly discontent with them. But if you sacrifice for them, your love for them will grow. This is why abusive relationships are so horrible, right? Because one person is always sacrificing for the other, growing in their love for the person. Mm. That per- the other person is taking advantage of that. Mm. When two people are sacrificing for each other, that marriage will really sing yeah. because they're both growing in their love for one another. And when we sacrifice for God, we will grow in our love for him. If we sacrifice for our bodies, we'll grow in love for our bodies, especially if we do it in a godly way in its proper place. Yes.
1: I think also that cardio kind of imageries our Christian walk really well, so maybe less closely to the gospel. But the I think this is also really supported by Paul and all the epistles. He's always using exercise, running imagery, race, running imagery in his epistles about this is the long game. This is not the short game. So when we're, you go to do cardio, you have to think of it as the long game. This is something you have to do over a long period of time. We're, we're running the race. We're, um, training for the future. And so that's one thing that, I guess is a good reminder that cardio is with the gospel is that it's about the long game. It's not about our momentary sufferings, but about um, what we can hope for and what we can look for in the future too.
0: Right. Exactly. Today, while I was at the gym, mm, yes, I did go to the gym this morning Wow! before we recorded. I just want to add that. In. I was, uh, when I was walking leaving, I could hear a spin class instructor and she was like, come on, come on, you can do it. You can do it five more seconds, you know? And she's like, five, four, three, you know, like she's come on, You can do it. And then as soon as uh, seconds were done, she's like, okay, take your rest. And I was like, what a perfect reminder, right? Like God's like, come on, you can do it. You can do it five more seconds. And then when we get to it, okay, now take your rest. Mm-hmm. And it's true rest, you know? Right. Um, I love that. I love that imagery to that. We know, that the reason that rings our heart is not because cardio is so wonderful, but because God and the gospel are so wonderful that we can, that we're like, yeah, that reminds me of Jesus.
1: His rest is so wonderful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Katie, would you close us in prayer, please? Father God, thank you for giving us bodies that can move. Lord, We praise you for this opportunity that we can use cardio to glorify you Thank you for giving us cardio to bring us back to you, to to remind us of how weak we are and how wonderfully good you are to us. Lord, we praise you for equipping our bodies to glorify you. Help us to see where we sin and to confess it, Lord, and to see you clearly, Lord. We love you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you haven't already, Please subscribe to our Substack email newsletter. Then you'll get every single episode delivered to your email inbox. Thank you, Sarah, for editing this podcast and David for playing our bumper music. In the meantime, keep your eyes on Jesus because he is the author and perfecter of your faith. You are beautiful, darling. There is no flaw in you.
1: Remember who you are.